Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a one trillion dollar tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk/greattalent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. Hello, you beautiful National League uh, listeners, and you're probably wondering, what is this, a National League podcast midweek? Well, this is the new podcast that I alluded to with Grant on Monday that I'm bringing to the table. Um, I, it's more of a sort of National League preview than a review. Like We're going to sort of look ahead to the games on the weekend. And to help me with this new venture, I've got a, a brand new co-host, somebody that's completely new to the National League. So, Lauren, would you just like to um, introduce yourself and, yeah, just tell us a little yeah. bit about yourself? I mean, I, telling me that I'm new to the National League is not quite uh, true. I'm new to covering the National League, uh, you might yeah. want to say. Um, yeah, so, I am, I am, I, I am a county, Stockport County fan, so I'm a little bit of a... Uh, traitor being here but you know I thought I'd I'd come and spend some time back with you guys you know now we've uh left you in the dust I th- uh, I I'm think joking got... I love the National League don't come <laughs> at me on my first show already I promise I, th- I think they got a county fan on because you spent 10 years in here so you know what I mean you were part of the furniture for a long time exactly um... it's in my blood now I, n- I know it right through to the core so you know <laughs> You're putting a lot of pressure on yourself there. We, we shall see. This will be an interesting dynamic, though, because you've got an Oldham fan and you've got a Stockport fan hosting together. So, yeah, I think we're in for a ride. I think we're in for a ride. Um, but looking ahead to the weekend, obviously the weather everywhere, well, not everywhere, but the majority of the country today has, has been bashed by a little bit of uh, wintry conditions, a little bit of snow, a little bit of sleet. Hopefully, though, from what I was looking at, the weather is sort of going to clear itself up and... We're supposed to have a pretty dry weekend, so it's not really going to affect much of Saturday's play, I don't think. Um, in terms of, like, Saturday, obviously there's there's not a full fixture because there's two games, including the Old and Bromley game, um, that are postponed because Bromley are still in the FA Vars and I can't remember for the life of me one second what the other one was. Yeah, uh, yeah, thank you. That that's that's what why I'm here for. That, that's why you need a co-host. So yeah, there's not there's not a full fixture, but there's still enough for us to get through. Um, so in terms of the fixtures this weekend, really, I think the big ones that you're looking at are probably. I mean, you'd expect Chesterfield Chesterfield sort of dominance is getting a bit of a joke now, really, it's isn't silly. it? We talk about it every week, and we, and we we talk about them. Me and Grant had a big conversation uh, on the review on Monday and said, "Are they the best, you know, National League side ever?" And obviously, that's a big call with Wrexham and Notts County doing what they did last year. But I think, in terms of a dominant standpoint and somebody just standing alone and like ripping the division to shreds, I don't think you'll ever see it again. So obviously, they've got um, they've got Ebbsfleet 
at the weekend and I fully expect them to pick up another uh, three points and, and get them sort of like, I think that would make it six wins away from the league title and we're only in February, so that, that silly, is silly, isn't it? That and is like, silly. It's um, almost like if Chesterfield win, it is a 25-point gap because both Bromley and Barnet aren't playing and that's just yes. silly. Like, that's actually just silly that you're in first with 25 points between the, you and the next people. In terms of, in terms of like, what I, what I said about them being up there with one of, like, one of, if not the greatest National League teams we've seen, what, what is your sort of viewpoint on that in terms of what we've seen last year from Wrexham and, and Notts County? Where do you stand on that? Um, I don't know, because it's quite hard, isn't it? Because obviously Chesterfield have such a big gap. But is that because Chesterfield is amazing or is it because like in other seasons there's been multiple pretty decent teams that have sort of not necessarily cancelled each other out. But you know what I mean? Like they're all vying for it. Um, I think um, as me being sort of new to the league again. Uh, and I hope you guys find this endearing over the next few weeks. Me growing to learn about the league again after uh starting to ignore it a little bit, putting it to the side, given uh, given our status. Oh, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but over the next few uh, over the next few shows, you'll see me sort of get to know the league more. I think you should ask me this in a few weeks again, and I'll be able to tell you exactly what I think. But I okay. think it is a I think it is a good debate between is Chesterfield like insane? Which, to be fair, those are insane numbers, even if there were multiple teams up. Yeah. Like you've got to be, like that's it's very very rare to ever see that big of a point gap. So quite possibly, I think it's quite it's it's quite a fair point as well. Like the fact that like it seems to be sort of two divisions in one in terms of Chesterfield seems to be in their own league and nobody can beat or touch Chesterfield or take many points off Chesterfield. But then anyone else in the division can beat anyone else. Mm. So like. I think that shows you that maybe the standard of the division has got a little bit worse, but Chesterfield have obviously capitalised on that and just, you know, like, I mean, they've got, some, they've got some players that shouldn't really be at National League level, so it's not really a surprise. But, yeah, so that's that's one to keep on an eye on over the weekend in terms of um, whether they, they'll get a step closer to the title that they're probably going to have wrapped up by, like, the start of March at this point. Um, but then... Then sort of we wanted to kind of highlight a, a segment we're going to call uh, a fixture of the round on this show. And for me, I think looking at this fixture maybe 10 days ago, two weeks ago, it was maybe a little bit more sort of mouthwatering than it is now. But I still think it's probably the best one of the round in terms of where the two teams are placed in the, in the division. And that is uh, Altrincham versus Rochdale. Now, the reason why I don't think it is as appealing as it could have been 10 days ago is obviously Rochdale are coming off the back of two straight defeats. So, they're, you know, they're not as as in the playoff race, if you would, even though they're only like two points behind the playoff race. They're not, they're not cemented as much as they could be or, or maybe ex- expect to be right now. But I think in terms of two teams that play reasonably attractive football, it's probably one that I'm looking forward to the most. And I, I, I don't know whether you agree, Lauren, but I think looking at this and looking at the table right now, it's probably, if Rochdale have aspirations, it's probably a must-win for Rochdale, if I'm being honest. Because yeah, it, if you look at if you look at Rochdale's form over the last uh, five games, they've 
um, suffered three losses but won, won twice in five games, whereas Altrincham have uh, won three and drawn one in the last five. So, Altia are like the form team, if you would, and I just think there's like a there's a eight point gap now, but Altrincham also crucially have a game in hand over Rochdale. Mm. So I do think it's like last chance saloon. And in in terms of Rochdale, I don't think I've said this on the re- review. I don't think the the aim really of many sort of maybe logical thinking Rochdale fans would even at this point be a playoff place because they've they've done like miracles really this year with like what's going off off the field with the, t- the failed takeovers and the fact that there's on- they've only got like seven I think it's 16 or 17 fit senior players like they've had to do with some really sort of tough off the field stuff and I think That's it's a really a credit decent to position in the league then given uh, yeah definitely on, definitely yeah. I think it's a it's a credit to Jim McNulty and we bang the drum on the uh review show every week about how I think personally and this is you know this is high phrase because I'm an Oldham fan and we are, you know we have a, a rivalry with Rochdale if that's what we want to call it. Um, but I've been banging the drum for weeks that even if Rochdale get a top half finish, I think Jim McNulty should get manager of the season because mm. that's how impressive the job is. So what, if they manage to win on, on Saturday and get themselves in the playoff places, then it would be a spectacular win and and fill them with confidence. But I do think it's. The pressure is more on Rochdale to get the three points from that game than Alty. What do you think? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's it's quite an important game for Rochdale if they are wanting to be in and around the the playoff places, uh, especially with uh, Gateshead and Aldershot both not playing. I know that uh, Gateshead and Rochdale are obviously on the same games, and so they'll they'll lose that. Well, they'll then create a game in hand for. Uh, for Gateshead, but it really it'll really be a chance for Rochdale to try and stay up there and get back into those sort of playoff places and around that area. Uh Alti, obviously, if they if they win, uh they really sort of cement being up there. I mean, all of the teams, like you've got Oldham, Gateshead, Oldershot, and Alti all within like one point of each other. And even so then, cool. higher up, like it's it's actually really close up there. It's really um, tight. And it's I, so tight. And probably that is because Chesterfield's running away with it and everyone yeah. else is a bit more bunched up. But, like, honestly, anything could happen around there at the moment. And so any points Rochdale can get, like, I feel like this the whole top of this table could change in two matches. Like, everyone could shift around. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think-, so I think it's really important if they want to stay up there to really get these uh, three points in the bag. If I'm being honest, I know I know they're on difficult run of form at the minute, but I think anyone from maybe Halifax in tenth uh, will will be probably fancying a, a playoff charge and, and trying to get the playoff positions. And I think again, it just comes back to the fact of everyone's having to like separate into their own league because nobody, everyone, I think everyone gave up in like uh, November of catching Chesterfield, and everyone was just like, right, let's just try and finish second, third best, and that's what what you're seeing now, you know, and and like I've not seen to be fair, I've not seen a national league this tight in terms of like so many teams in with a playoff shot, but also at the bottom end of the table, it's oh, so tight as in like so tight at the bottom as well. You know, yeah. like like anyone really from I would say anyone really from Dagenham in fifteenth, maybe mm. even potentially Weldstone in fourteenth. 
have got a shout with being in a bit of trouble. But the reason why I didn't put Wildstone in is because they've got they seem to have multiple games in hand over everyone around them. So yeah. you know, if if they win, then they they create a bit of separation gap. But the bot the bottom half of the table itself is is, is a madness in it. Really, if you look at obviously Oxford are being sort of cut adrift a little bit. If that's what yeah. you can call it. A bit um, but but then anyone from sort of absolutely on thirty one to like I said like um, Dagenham and thirty seven it's six mm. points separating like six teams you know it's it's just a wild wild division this year isn't it? So you're you're saying that there's there's five teams in this league that are kind of not going well aren't really in the chance of going either up or down and that's it. <laughs> I just think I do think this this league is is very open, and I don't think you'll see something like this again. Like I'm not saying everyone like some people will fall off in the coming weeks. You know, like it'll become a lot clearer in the coming weeks. But right now, like I say, you've got anyone from maybe 15 downwards have a chance of going down, and then anyone from like 11 footwards have a chance of the playoffs. And like, I don't think you can say many other divisions, in, certainly in the country, can say that right now, you know? It's, no, it is, it is definitely an exciting league. Because other than, other than Chesterfield and maybe Oxford City, like, I, I genuinely think it's really hard to predict at the moment. You've not got someone that you're like, oh, they look like they're going on a really good run or, or they're going on a poor form. And, like, you'd expect them to drop or go up. Like, I, I do especially because I'm looking from the outside, but it does look like, honestly, it's anyone's game, which is really exciting uh, yeah, for someone who's not got everything tied to it. It's a really exciting league to be uh, looking at and following because it just changes so quickly. I mean, I think it epitomises uh, the fact that, like, the National League is one of them divisions that, like, obviously you don't want your club to be in and you, you get relegated from League 2 and you're like, oh, shit, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be here. But then after a while... You embrace it, and like we've been in here for two years now, and like it is such like I know I've said it already, but anyone can beat anyone, and like you know it's so open, and it's just it's just such a fascinating uh, league to be a part of. But look, the sooner Oldham can get out of it, the better. It doesn't it doesn't mean that just because I enjoy it, I want to stay down here for the next ten years. You know what I mean? We, as, long we don't, as, we don't... Uh, as long as you're going up, we we enjoyed the National League North, and anyone that's enjoyed <laughs> regional football will know that. National League is actually something that you do want to be in when you're down there in that state. Absolutely, absolutely. I guess it's all relative, isn't it? Because it like, is relative. You've been spoiled. Yeah, so it's it's one of them really. Like I'm I'm 24 and I probably I've probably spent the majority of my time watching Latics in like like top half of League One. So like to have such a fall off in such a short space of time, like I experienced mm. two relegations in like four years, five years, and it's like wow it just hits you like a ton of bricks you know what i mean you you're rocking up to and again this is no disrespect to anyone in this division but you're rocking up to some of these teams and like they've got like they have like two thousand fans a week and you're used to like playing like your doncasters your stockports you know your, your big teams with your big crowds and it's just a bit of a it's a bit of a cultural reset but once you've been down here for a while and a couple of months mm-hmm. i guess you you learn to sort of love I, the process i love the national league i love yeah. league yeah, definitely, definitely. What what we haven't mentioned, which we were going to touch upon, is obviously because we were recording this, so we're recording this on a Thursday night, but you'll be listening to this uh, tomorrow 
ahead of the Saturday games, but because it is a midweek game, there was some um, Tuesday night games that we were going to just quickly touch upon. Um, and I think the main sort of the main sort of two, well, the main sort of three, as I'm looking at it from that game, is again Ch- Chesterfield. You know. Um, Dominance. I think that's is that seven league wins on the spin for them now, or something crazy like that. You've got you've got Halifax's slide down, sort of out of the playoff contention, or or are certainly further away from the playoff places, starting and progressing a little bit further now with uh, a three-one away win to Solihull Moors in in that game on Tuesday, which obviously is a big big result for Solihull Moors in in sort of the playoff picture as well and then the one that I was going to mention is obviously we talked about Oxford City being sort of cut adrift I don't think that got helped by um, they lost 2-0 away to Woking who are on a little bit of a resurgence at the minute Woking Mm. to be fair I I saw that as a uh, six point a game really with them both being down very much in the relegation like fight Um, Oxford losing that was a real blow because yeah I mean I know form's not everything, but you look, you look at that maybe the bottom six right now, and and you would have to argue that probably, I'd say probably Oxford have the worst like form over the last five games with four losses and, and a win, and you would probably argue that AFC Fylde have the best, uh, they're unbeaten in five with four wins and a draw, but it's just um, so Fylde have a game in hand over over um, what. Woking and they are but Woking are a point clear so it looks like Woking's, I don't know whether we can call it an upturn in form because they have only won two games in the last five but considering where they were and the fact that a couple of weeks ago me and Grant was looking at this table and I I, I said, probably put the kiss of death on it a little bit, I said I think Oxford and Woking could be buried and now you fast forward two weeks and walking her outside the relegation zone, so it just shows mm-hmm. maybe how uh, quick I am to write off certain teams, but also how quickly things can change in this division. Yeah, it's just just proof of what we were saying earlier about how quickly this this league will be changing at the moment and just how tight it is. Uh, I reckon if we look at this in two weeks' time, everyone will have moved around again, other Absolutely. than the, other than the team, which quite frankly. Once they win the league, we can start ignore well not ignoring their results because obviously it's every every game is important. Um, but we can stop hyping them up because they will have won, and you know you've Good you've, to do. you've done you've done it now. Yeah, um, congratulations! In, enjoy your win. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. But other than other than Chesterfield, we look at this in two weeks and everyone's moved. Almost guarantee think- it. I think that's like definitely a good thing because like we came out of January probably having one of the strongest Januarys we've ever seen, like or in recent times Oldham anyway. And I seen a lot of like football journalists like banking as Oldham as like the playoff winners and and like I hate that I hate whenever that happens because like I won't be comfortable till mid-May till we've won the playoff final. You know what I mean? We're not even in the playoffs at the minute. Like we're not even in the we're not even in the positions at the minute. How can people be telling me we're going to win it? And like I, yeah, it's just it is a nerve shredding division, and uh, and the sooner everything gets sorted, the better. Um, but from a neutral's point of view, it is it's is fantastic yeah. to uh to watch and and keep an eye over really. Um, so I think 
going into the weekend then, where I want to introduce uh, a little segment for this show. And we're calling it um, Lauren's Game of the Week. And basically, this we're going to use on the on the fact that Lauren said she is kind of new to like maybe not seeing her team in this division, but you're certainly new to new to watching this division. Would you say we're going to sort of like play on that a little bit? And I'm going to sort of give you a game of the week every week with the fixtures to go away and sort of do a little bit of research on maybe watch a couple of the highlights and then. Every week on the preview show, we'll either we'll either start or maybe end the show with your little two minute, three minute uh, match report from the game. So yeah, with Loz's game good? of the week. Yes. So for your first assignment and your first game of the week, I think I I have been quite nice to you actually because I was we were Very gonna say we were gonna save this to the Tuesday night games because I was gonna uh, make. Lauren watching an Oldham game, but I thought I didn't want to put her through that one for a first game. So <laughs> I, I've, that I've, been made cruel. It, I've made it easy for her. I've given her access to the the TV game, which is um, Hartlepool versus Woking. Woking, yes. So obviously you'll have plenty of access to like highlights, and like you might even be able to watch the game. I don't know whether you've got access to BT, but that game itself, I actually think look. So Grant is a massive Hartlepool fan. We have a lot of banter. I don't know whether you listened to last week's podcast episode, but we actually put a 20 quid wager in that like um, Hartlepool are going to chase down Oldham, even though Oldham are six points clear and have two games in hand. But yes, yeah, so we, we, we've done a, uh, a charity, a 20 pound charity wager on who finishes higher. And I also, to add the pressure on, I have to... Um, I have to give him the money regardless, even if Oldham don't win, don't finish in the playoffs, because that's how confident I am that we're at least going to secure a playoff place. So yeah, Hartlepool are our Grant's team, and they're certainly on sort of the upturn of form. Really, um, obviously, uh, Phillips has come in as kind of mm. a, an unproven, well, not unproven because he's done it at uh, lower leagues, he's done it at, like with South Shields and stuff, but to this division and and sort of. EFL club standard like Hartlepool are and are achieving to be, Phillips is probably like a bit of a a bit of a risk really, like a bit of a unproven manager with fresh ideas. But that's what I think Hartlepool needed, and they're certainly reaping the rewards for it in the minute. So it's a game I would expect Hartlepool to win. But like I said, on TV anything can happen, and and with Walken's sort of like upturning form, it's not going to yeah. be the easiest game. But it's it's something that I, I think if Grant and his his boys have got playoff aspirations. They've kind of got to be beating them teams, really, haven't they? Yeah, and obviously Woking are still trying to crawl their way out of the... Uh, well, they are currently out of the relegation battle, but they are still chilling around there. And uh, I think they've played... Uh, so, obviously, Fylde's got a game in hand on Woking, but Woking's got a game in hand on the rest of them uh, in the in the relegation zone. And you'd be expecting working to still keep trying to really push and get themselves a bit more clear of, of relegation. So I think it'll be a really interesting one. Both teams kind of, well, obviously you're always trying to play for the win, but both teams really would be able to get something out of this. Um, so I'm I'm excited for it. I'm excited to uh, bring Loz's first ever National League football report after two years of oh, National League football report after two years of uh, kind of not ignoring the league but 
just being less less involved. So I'm I'm very excited to bring you a, a beautiful little Loz's football uh, review of the game. I'm definitely excited to hear it. And I've just counted that it's three times that she's already told us in the opening half an hour of uh, episode one of the podcast that she's yeah. been ignoring the division. We get gonna, we well, get you're a Stockport fan, Lauren. We, don't, we get it. Aaron, you've talked me back into it. Look, the, the, the love of the National League runs deep, okay? I may have neglected that love for a while, uh, but it still runs deep, and you've 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 dragged me back to it uh, to spark that love again. Um, so anyone uh, who's listening, if you have any advice for Loz's game or anything you want to see from Loz's game of the week, um, give us a shout. Because it's a new, this is a whole new, brand new show. Woohoo! Uh, and anything you want from us or anything you want to see from it, look at this, look at me, look at me being a professional podcast host, getting all of the like, pop in the comments, anything you want to see from us. Look at this, I've, doing, I've got it down. You'll, you'll be doing an absolutely YouTube channel before long. <laughs> this is it, Aaron. Honestly, you've, uh, you've got yourself the best co host here. Uh, and you've got, you've got someone you can sort of mold to your. To your show, given given that uh, it's it's my little my little I like it new, I like it I new think, adventure. I think one thing I'm definitely going to get you to put in your review um, is a sort of as well as a game review, you can do a referee review as well because, like, I'm not just saying this, but as the lower you get down in the English pyramid, I don't know what I don't know what the referees at this division get taught, but Jesus <laughs> Christ, some of the officiating at this level is is quite frankly ridiculous. So I'll be quite uh, like keen to hear your sort of thoughts and opinions on the officiating performance from that game. Really, uh, sorted. Will do. I'll, you know what? I'll I'll make myself some little little cards, some little ref cards, and at the end of, of my little lost game, I can put up my card to like if the ref was good, like he won't get a card. But if he was a bit if he was a bit rubbish, he can get a yellow. And if he was straight up awful, I'm sending him off and out of the league, and he can't be a ref anymore. What do you think? Are you gonna come in? A, are you gonna come in a ref uniform? Is that what you're gonna do? Yeah, yeah, I'll come in like a little. <laughs> depending on what the ref wore, I'll wear like uh, either a black or like a fluorescent yellow shirt and be like proper refing. Just so you know, as well, this is going on YouTube, so you will be able to see this amazing costume. By the yeah, way, yeah, no, it's, it's happening. This is what I mean. It's like just... you'll you'll all see my little card come out. <laughs> I'm excited, definitely. Um, definitely Might even excited. invest in a little whistle as well. You don't need it. You're already loud enough. You don't need something like... to help you with that. And uh, <laughs> um, now, though, I think now is where we get into like the real sort of spiciness of the episode. This is something that we've been planning for a while, and we are basically every week me versus Lauren in a predictions league of the national league. So, like, we're gonna uh, we've not quite worked out the complete point system yet that is still a sort of work in progress but basically it's going to be me versus Lauren predicting every game in every round till the end of the season and at the end of the season the the winner makes the loser wear the football t-shirt of the I don't know whether I'm explaining this right you might have to but so the winner so I'm an Oldham fan so if I win uh, Lauren has to wear an Oldham shirt on the last podcast of the season. And then claim and, my my ever-undying love for Oldham as well. And if she somehow beats me, which she won't do, because I am the National League 
aficionado. Hear this now, and then in the final in the final podcast of the season, we're going to play that little clip there of you being like, she'll never beat me, and then it will cut to you in a county shirt. I can see it now. The thing is, we've had this discussion, and I might, I might as well address the the elephant in the room before we go ahead like it wouldn't even be the first time i've been in a county shirt not not because not because i support support county before all the fans come at me i used to play for a wheelchair football club that had an affiliation with a with a football club so we we had like similar kits and stuff that is the only only reason i i I think secretly aaron's a little uh, stockport county fan secretly you you wish I um I'm jealous of Stockport, nothing else. Jealous mm-hmm. is probably the right word. So you won't see us next season. No, eh? you won't. You won't see us next season. Yeah, yeah, we, there we go. I'm gonna play that back to you as well when we've got promoted <laughs> and you bottled it. There you go. <laughs> um so in fact, considering this is brand new and you're the sort of I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick my neck on the line and call you the underdog in this competition okay. because that's how confident I am. So you can you can take the your predictions first and make a note of your predictions for this week and then I'll, I'll go second if you want. Okay, dokie. Um I'll you know what? At some point I will make a nice graphic that can go up in the middle of these podcasts and we can have like last week's little table. Well, I'll do it all nice and uh it'll get all sorted, but all right, let me have a look at the, the matches and who I think will win what. Okay, I'm going to go for the Ulti Rochdale game. Uh, are we just, are we doing scores or are we doing just who's going to win? I mean, we did have a sort of a discussion of going like all in and trying to do scores, but I think that would also create quite a lot of time and it might be a little bit difficult to score at the end, maybe. I agree. Although we could, I don't know, it depends how you want to do it. We do need to maybe put a little bit more thought into this, but maybe you could do like, you could do three points for a correct prediction, but five points for a correct scoreline prediction. Uh, like, uh, not obviously no points for a wrong prediction. And then what could the one pointer be? Um, I don't know. What, what could you just do a one be? and three instead? I, I guess so, yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 Given this is the first time we've done it, um, we'll get the people at home to decide what they think works best for next week. For this week, yes. we'll do both. Um, and then if people say this is silly and we hate it and it's horrible, then we can cut it down to just whether home I, or away. I, I it, and in anticipation of that happening, I would just like to... Uh, to say that this was Lauren's idea. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm That's joking. I'm, Aaron, I'm you can't joking. push it off on me. When you were there I'm like, joking. oh, Lauren, I have this great idea for our show. We're going to do this, right? And it's going to be so good. So before we get involved in the prediction battle and the, the probably the most competitive fi- feature of the podcast going forward, I think now is the perfect time to hear from our wonderful sponsors. So we'll be back with you in about a minute's time. Bye, guys. Anyway, get on with your predictions. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to say 2-1 um, to Ulti. Oh, so you are going scores. Yeah, yeah but, right. So I think for this first one, we do both. Okay. And then I reckon people will say, I hated that. Can you just do home or away? And we'll go, yeah. 
Okay, so perfect. Yeah, do both like to begin with. Yeah, we can give yeah. people the choice. They can see both. Uh, and they're probably going to say Lauren speaks too much and she needs to hush and I've let Aaron get I've on with tell- the football talk. I've been telling her this for months to be fair, but she don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. Um, I reckon... I reckon we're going to have a 1-0 Boreham Wood. That might have been a bit of a shocker. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go, okay. I mean, Chesterfield 3-0. Wait, do you, hang on. Do I need to be making a note of this? I mean, we I'm have got the audio. Look at this. It's all going ahead. It's all going ahead. Oh, see, the professional one. See, I am oh. the un- professionally unprofessional one, and you're just the professional one. That's why we work so well. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I, I even bought myself a little tiny pocket notebook for when I go to my matches so that I can do little notes. Nice. Isn't, it, nice. isn't that cool? Isn't that cool, guys? Look at me it's, being it's a like, It's like your first day of school, isn't it? You're trying to impress. I know, exactly. I've, I've even, like, uh, I've even got, like, little, like, little red for different information and things like that. Just, just like, colour-coded and, oh. Just, I'm just like I'm that little one that thinks they're mysterious, but they're actually just not, and they're just like everyone else. Um. Anyway. Oh. Right. I'm gonna continue with these because they're gonna I can't take wait forever. To be like, I can't wait to be like seven weeks into this. Go on. Go on. Can't can't wait till be seven weeks into what? I said I can't wait to be seven weeks in, and the enthusiasm's died down when uh when Oldham have failed to get out of the playoffs and uh, Stockport have uh crumbled the league and we both just said depressed and just trying to trying to make the best podcast we can do you know i think it'd be great still what do you mean it'd be great um because all of our lovely listeners at home will be cheering us on yes nice little high yes we could could create like a hashtag team aaron hashtag team lauren type thing on oh what like a proper little a little thing going on i like it i like it like get a cult going Yeah, we'll we'll like put a link in the the description, and we can have like print out masks, and we can have people like wear the mask of their team. Nice. Anyway, um, like you say, otherwise it'll take half an hour. So carry on with your predictions. Yes. Okay. So first of all, so I've got two one Alty, one nil yes. Boreham Wood, yes. uh, three nil Chesterfield. Okay. I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna whack it. I'm gonna say filed in good form. I'm gonna say. 2-1 to Fylde. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Southend and York to be a nil-nil draw. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Hartley Paul to beat Woking. Uh, 1-0 in a very tight game. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go Daggers to beat Oxford 2-0. Okay. Uh, I hope you're liking these, by the way. I've, I've even put some information in of why I think this. Okay. And then I think Halifax are going to beat Dorking Wanderers 2-0. Grant, I hope, I'm, I'm glad that you like the Hartlepool prediction. Uh, I'm not going to say it's going to be a nice watch, though. I think it'll be quite a, a horrible watch. It never is a nice be... watch watching out if you just have to ask Grant for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I'm glad you like that, Grant. That was that was just for you, that was. Um, so you keep me on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so... but I think I think one nil to Dorking. 
Okay, nice, nice. I hope yeah. you liked all those. That was a very speedy run through. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's time for the professional to have a go now, right? Okay. Um, all right. Um, let, me, let me change colour. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry. Sorry. Let's go. So I'm going to go Altrincham 3, Rochdale 1. Mm-hmm. I am going to go, let's see what, I'm going to go Boreham Wood and Maidenhead to draw one all. Mm. I'm going to go a resounding 4-1 Chesterfield home win. 4-1. So same same goal difference. Yes. I'm going to go Dagenham 2, Oxford City 1. Okay. I'm actually going to put a bit more faith in, in Mark White and his Dorking Wanderers side than you did and give them a point. I'm, go I'm going to say that that game will end one all with Halifax Town. Oh, yeah. I know I said and... that Dorking were going to win that. You said, no, you said they were going to lose, didn't you? Nah, Dorking 1-0. I thought there was think... going to be a bit of a... Oh, oh, no, I did say they were going to lose, but then I wrote down that I wanted it 1-0 Dawkins, so... Hang on, gonna... there's some controversy already. <laughs> there's some controversy I've written already. down in black, 1-0 Dawkins. Okay, just... you've seen that, Grant. Yeah, you've seen that. Yeah, um... yeah. so I did say Dawkins win, but before that, I did say that um, Dawkins were going to lose, so... You, you know, I'm you just have... I'm keeping you on your toes. I'm, I was just checking. I was just checking, Aaron, whether you were listening. You have to... So, hang on, before I carry on then, pick one and stick to it. Yeah, one nil Dorking. Okay, okay. So I think it'll be one all, right? Okay. Um, and then next up, this is one of my shock result of the weekend. Well, it depends if you class it as a shock result because Eastley are in great form. But I think Fylde will continue the resurgence and get a two-one away win. Oh, you agree with me then? Look at that. Yes. I thought you said that you were that you were much better than me. But we're agreeing on a lot of these. Listen, listen. It's your first week. Uh, don't oh, be getting too, yeah, don't be getting too too comfortable uh, yet. I, I do apologize. I do <laughs> apologize. And then I'm gonna I think Southend are a lot better better football inside than the showing at the minute, especially with the, the money that they've had invested in them recently and the signings that they're they're making. I think it's gonna click eventually. So I'm gonna go a 2-0 South End win. Interesting. And then I'm also going to back Grant and his Hartlepool boys because I still want a job like you. So I am going to um, I'm going to go for a two-one Hartlepool away win. Very nice. So I've got those down. I will write those up properly. Um, I'm going to make a nice little a little thing. We'll have like a little a little fight. We'll have little uh, mini figurines of us on the screen. Well, they're not really figurines if they're on on screen, but like little tiny cartoons of us. Like bobblehead ones, um, and then we'll have we'll have the results uh, for you next week. Uh, luckily, both of us have kept our jobs, so we will be here next week to. Uh, no, to no, we can start. Show. No, we can start freely predicting how people to lose without fear. <laughs> <laughs> we've got to screenshot that and say like, look, we've kept our jobs now. We've kept our jobs. <laughs> um, what I was gonna say, so. I just out of curiosity for like the balance of things, considering you've brought them both down, is there any that we've agreed on? Like, how many have we agreed on out of the list? Um, so in terms of direction of the wins, uh, we've agreed on Al Alti, Chesterfield, Fylde, 
Um, Hartlepool and Daggers to win. Okay, nice. Uh, one of them, we, we both said that Fylde would win 2-1. Uh, but we've all, we've, we've both agreed that all those are going to win. We didn't agree on the Boreham Wood Maidenhead game. And we did not agree on the Dorking game. And is there and a game where agree, we didn't agree on the South End game either? Because I thought is there a game where we completely backed like the opposite to each other? Um, boringly, no. I've said I've said draws where you've said a win, and I've said wins where you've said a draw. So, so basically, you need to pick the splinters out your bottom because you sat on the fence. Is that is that what you, is that what you're telling no. me right now? I I've done one draw. You're the one with two draws. If anything, uh, you need to get off the fence. You, you can you can see you can see this has got uh, the uh, potential to be a very very competitive feature of this podcast going forward because it better be. It's it's just in my nature. I don't like to lose. Well, you know, you've got to, I... especially to somebody that doesn't even have a horse in the division. We're doing <laughs> that would be embarrassing. Um, but yeah, I'm excited and I can't wait to see you wear an Oldham shirt come the end of the season. No, don't get too don't get too cocky. <laughs> um but in terms of like a first one, obviously this one was gonna be a bit shorter in length because we were just kind of coming with telling you guys what the idea of the podcast was, introducing all of the features and then just kind of easing our way into it. Going forward, we're hopefully going to make the episodes about an hour in length. Um, but in terms of episode number one, I think that is probably the perfect place to end it. And I hope you've liked this sort of new format and and sort of like I feel like this 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 show can sort of we because we said in the in the planning meeting yesterday that we wanted to kind of bring our personalities out a, a bit more in this show. Not that I don't do that with Grant, but I think with a review show, you, you have to sort of nail down the action first and foremost, whereas with a preview show, it's all about opinions, isn't it? You know? Nice. Whereas, like, whereas, like, reviews are facts and figures and whatever you want to call it. So it's been nice to get our sort of personalities across. Well, it's been nice for us. I don't know whether it's been nice for the listeners, but I'm sure they'll tell us. Um, but sure in terms of an episode of number one, I'm Unless sure they're fed up with me already. Yeah, exactly. I would be after one week. Send me back to League Two. Bring yeah. someone else in. Bring, take it where she belongs. Um, <laughs> but unless you've got anything to add, maybe it is a good time to cut and like wrap it up, unless you want to say anything else. Not much. Just um, I hope you all learn to accept me as a brand new host of this this little feature. Uh, and I hope you don't turn off as soon as Loz's game of the week comes up because I'm very excited to have my own little game and bring my my little pundit review. I can't lie. I think I think I, I'm quite comfortable here because I think that is probably a little bit of uh, extra pressure for you there. You know, <laughs> with, with your own little match review, uh, maybe maybe after a while you can give me one to do as well to even up the pressure. But for now, I like the idea of you being the newbie, so you being the one to put like the your thoughts and opinions down on a piece that you can you can bring to the podcast. The groundwork. Yes, but. Uh, yeah, I think that's it from us. So thank you for listening. And before we go, just the the sort of standard housekeeping stuff. Don't forget to listen to listen to us and leave a five star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and and wherever you listen or watch your podcast nowadays. It's been real good fun bringing you the first episode, and we'll see you next week.
Bye, Bye everyone. We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.